Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Jamie wants me to start this every week by saying welcome back to the best podcast the, on the internet. The best show you will ever, ever hear or watch. And like we said <laughs> last week, if you don't think that's true, then get out. Get out. I don't want your download. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do. <laughs> Can you download it and then leave? <laughs> download it and then get, get the frick out. Get the frick out. We're going to talk serious today, Jamie. Kind, yeah, we, we are. We are. But we... Yeah. I've got some heavy... I heavy hitting, heavy, heavy hitting hitters? stuff. Heavy hitters. It's heavy hitters. Okay, yeah. I guess we should say trigger warning because there is. We're talking about the book that I've been reading, and we want to talk about it. Yep. But it's not going to be for a minute, so we'll give yeah, you another yeah. trigger warning when that comes about what we're talking about. But the beginning of the episode, we're not talking about it, so don't leave yet if <laughs> you're triggered. But I'll let you know when that's coming. If you're triggered, don't leave. Um, close friends. Should we just jump into close friends? Yeah, week, close friends stories. I feel like hopefully you guys liked it. I wanted to talk about the Facebook page because there was a girl on there who was like, okay, I feel like we need to like have like a Monday like thread every Monday we have a new thread and we talk about like all the stuff on the podcast because we're doing like girly gossip and we're doing close friends and we're doing hot takes like all these things then you guys need to like get each other's opinions on and we like want to know your opinions so I maybe actually don't want to know your opinions because when someone put a poll up that was like to nip or not to nip um I was the only one just wait Kenzie just wait I was literally Kenzie's alone I was literally <laughs> alone no, it was it was posted like five days ago and it was 99 it was 100 percent Jamie and then it was zero percent me and then I clicked for me so then it moved up to one percent I am so dead. I guess I am really honestly that was the Instagram too I, I don't okay I, I don't I don't know I'm sorry no it's okay I'm sorry I'm sorry for giving you shit because <laughs> clearly it's on me I'm dead. It's a me issue. Hey, you know what? That's why these are hot takes. And most of the time, hopefully, I'm not the one percenter. But if I am, then I am. Well, I am. So, and I kind of feel like I'm going to be the one percent today, too. Not divulging any secrets yet, but we'll see. We'll see. So, follow along on Facebook. We're going to be posting all of our hot takes there. Um, no, I... I I want that girl. Whoever posted that, you are in charge of the monthly. Yeah, we are not in charge. We are not in charge. You, you are in charge. You can take charge. She said she was going to take charge. So I said, I commented back and I was like, can you please take charge of this? So I think her name was Mackenzie. So Mackenzie, oh, cool. if you're listening, please Great take name. charge. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Excellent name. And go comment on our Facebook group. Kat's been posting all of their keeks and cat stuff over there. Um, so you can, yeah, they need to create their own Facebook page. Yeah. Sorry, but that's ours. We grew that. I mean, they did say they're trying to piggyback off of it. So it does make sense. <laughs> No, it's been really fun to do with no, that. It actually has been so And fun. they've been doing a great job. I'm like actually surprised. Yeah. Not no. like surprised. Like they're funny and they're fun and they're cute and like they do a good job, but like they're doing great. They are. They're doing well. They're doing well. I did have a couple people that were like, every time Kendall starts talking, I think it's Kenzie. I think it's you. And I'm like, no, it's not Keeks and or it's not Kenzie and Cat. <laughs> it's Keeks and Cat. So it's not me on there. But our episode was really funny with them. They they asked us a lot of hard hitting questions. Some hard hitters, guys. I actually was was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Me too. I I felt like they were good, but they weren't like I was kind of like nervous. Me I'm too. Like, what are you gonna ask? But no, they did great. They, they didn't tell like, us the questions beforehand. No, they, they were like, we can tell you them beforehand. Me and Jamie were like, nah, nah, we nah, don't know. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to know. Let's just go and let's it. just go with it because I feel like it's better that way. Yeah, I agree. So. Anyway, close friends, you guys. We have had some close friends happening. Close friend stories happening. Close friends. We have close friends. <laughs> we have close friends. We have two of them. It's fine. No, um, I guess 
Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Go cool. right ahead. You're talking I'm already. I'm going to go first. Go, I'm just do it. talking away. Um, okay. I feel like you guys know that Rossi's birthday is coming up, but I guess when this episode comes out, it'll, it'll have already happened, her party. Yes. But something I like, feel like I haven't talked about on Instagram, um, but I feel like a lot of you guys can relate to this, is that... I'm throwing her two-year-old birthday party. I'm like trying to make it so fun, so cute. Like at these ages, like I feel like until they're like four or five, the birthday parties are for the parents. I even feel like Payson is going to be four and I feel like it's for me. Like honestly, truly, like Navy's fifth birthday is when I really felt like, what do you want to do? Like, like, let's make this about you. You can make it about her, but like, does she have other friends? Totally. Like. I feel like until they're like eight or nine and they like make their own friends in school. Yes. It's like kind of still about. But with Navy, like she was like, I want to go to Disneyland and she wanted Pace in there. Done. And like, that's what she that's got. Easy. Like, yes. so I feel like to me that was like. It was t- all about her. Exactly. That was about her. So anyway, with Rossi, she's turning two and I, Rossi just has such a, like a big personality. And I was like, I just want to like do something that she loves. Like she loves chickens. She loves cowgirl boots. Like what, how can I kind of like. <laughs> Incorporate, incorporate chickens that. and cowgirl boots. <laughs> so I was going to do, the theme was going to be to the farm, TWO, to the farm. Um, TWO. TWO, <laughs> just so you get that, they get that reference. But I, for some reason, decided against that because I just couldn't find what I wanted to do. And so anyway, her theme is, this ain't my first rodeo, it's my second. And so, because she loves cowgirl boots, I was like, oh, perfect. And that's cute. And so anyway, I've like been planning this party and um, I find out like, our friend Megan can't come because she's going on a cruise with her family, which is so fun. I'm so jealous. Like I would cancel the party to go on a cruise. So it's fine. She's, <laughs> going, on a, with you. she's going on a cruise with her family. And then Alicia, who's our photographer friend. Well, she's like our bestie, but she's she also, also a photographer. Our photographer. <laughs> she, we like her for other reasons. We like her for other reasons. She um, has a wedding that weekend and she actually ended up finding an associate shooter who ended up canceling on her last minute. And so like my two like closest friends and like their eight kids and their kids can't come and so it's just like okay I'm like planning this whole party and as I'm inviting people I'm like I don't want to just invite like a bunch of people like I want to invite the people that I'm close with that I want at her party that like are part of Rossi's life and that like love her totally and so I'm like I don't want to invite just like a million people to just invite a million people like I don't want it like that and so anyways I, I feel like the close friend story part of this is that I've felt kind of disappointed because I not disappointed in my friends, just disappointed in the fact that like I have these expectations for the party, for like all the things and it's turning out like it's literally just going to be my family. And well, and it, it sucks when you like plan this huge giant birthday party, like yep. and you've spent a lot of money and like you're excited about throwing this party and then it's like is anyone coming? Like Like, I could just have my parents over. Exactly. And so I'm just like, I feel like yesterday I I called Kenzie because I was like, I'm really like frustrated. And I just feel like, should I even cancel the party? Like, I don't know. It's, should I even do this? Is it worth the money and the time and like the energy and like taking people Saturday nights to like come? And she was like, yeah, but like Rossi's favorite people are there. And that's what matters. That's what matters. And I think so, so many times we just get like caught up in like the social media and the photos and whose party's better and who has better party favors and who has this and who has that. And like, I think that is the unrealistic expectation. I completely agree. Like, that, that is what's like in my head of like, I need to get that out because at the end of the day, it's going to be Rossi's favorite people and Rossi's going to have a blast and it's not going to matter. She might like hate the bounce house, but hopefully she, she likes everything the else. Bounce house. She probably will. <laughs> Rossi really hates loud machines. Like anything that's like a blender, a juicer, a bounce house the stuffing machine at the Build-A-Bear, like anything that's like really loud machines. I don't know why she has like trauma. We were at, we were at dinner the other night at a pizza place and they were like fixing one of the booths and they like drilled into it. And Rossi was like at the furthest seat with my mom and she kept jumping from person (laughs) to person to get as far away from it as she possibly could. Why does she have trauma? She's like literally the most fearless child I've ever met, but she's like scared of like irrational things. Like what are the machines going to do to you? I don't understand. She like, won't jump on a bounce house, even though like... Just because of the loud blower. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I honestly can't tell you, but... So hopefully she's not. Regardless, I'm over it and I'm I'm excited. I'm glad that we're going to be there and we get to we get to celebrate Rossi. 
and we get to have some good food and all her favorite people will be there and it'll be a good day. It'll be a great day. I mean, we keep going back and forth on this for Payson's birthday party too, because she's four. And yep. so she wants a she birthday like party. She like understands She's been asking party. for her birthday party for yep. months now. Like, when's my birthday? When's my birthday? What fireworks at my birthday? I'm like, sis... We're not having fireworks at your fourth birthday party. <laughs> and so <laughs> she just crying. like wants this gigantic birthday. And I want to throw one for her. Like I really do. Like I well, want to it's go. It's like your little girl. Like you want to make their life. And like, she didn't have a birthday party last year. And so completely. I'm like, I want you to have a birthday party. Like I want a day about you. And she like saw Pierce's big birthday, which was like right around the same time as her actual birthday was. Because yep. we did it in between Rossi and Pierce. And she just like is really looking forward to it. But I just, I can't bring myself to like plan this giant birthday party for her because I'm like you literally are going to be happy if Navy's there like completely Navy and her other cousins and like she'll have a blast so I've talked to her about it and I'm like what what do you think if we did like grandma and grandpa all of my like sister-in-laws and their kids so, like there's like 13 kids there yeah and then you like do have a lot of kids you guys and a cat and Kendall and like we just do like a family party I'll invite my aunts I'll invite like our two closest friends and do like my small bounce house have like a tiara decorating station for the girls and like pizza and soda and like make it very low key, but like all about Payson completely. And then I think we're going to do Disneyland. Yes. And so that will be like her present from us. And then also we're going to do that on the week of her birthday. And then her actual like party, it's going to be a fam, like literally family get together is going to be on her actual birthday. That'll be perfect. So that's how we're going to spend her actual birthday. Which she'll love. She'll love. And it's literally, like you said, it's her favorite people. Like, she has friends, but like not really. Yeah. She has friends at school. And like, I guess I can invite her friends at school, but like, I don't know any of them. I know. I just don't feel like she's at that age where like I should invite people from her school yet. I know. There's like in Navy's class, they have um, an email that we signed up at the beginning of the year to like, if we want to get like party invites and I've gotten a few, but I like kind of feel awkward going. I don't know. I'm just like, hi, like I'm Navy's mom. I don't know. Like I feel weird about no, it. No, I totally get it. And so Navy has a girl at school named Juliana that she would like probably love to be at her party and <laughs> if she has a party. Yes. Like she doesn't turn six for a while, but that's like the one pe- person that I feel like she talks about all the time. Yes. That I could like. Yeah. Payson has like two at her school that like I feel like I could invite, but I just. I know. I just want to do family. Completely. Like, and I just feel like the, I don't know. Social media has just made these toddler parties look insanity and like hi I'll be the first one to say I did that like the our Mickey Mouse Minnie Mouse party was like totally incredible for their first birthday yes I'm not even throwing Pierce a party this year yeah and Payson I'm just gonna do low-key yep low-key low budget look (laughs) that's it's gonna add up I promise you you're gonna get to all that stuff and it's freaking I'm just gonna do pizza and soda yeah and then I'm gonna get some Amazon crowns to decorate, like Perfect. a little kit to decorate. And then I'm doing my small bounce house. Yep. And I'll maybe have like cat make a balloon arch. Yeah. Like very simple. Have some people give pace and presents. And that's the other thing. Like the kid doesn't need crap. Completely. Like I yep. don't want crap at my house. Yeah. Like if you're going to like, I don't need like people bringing her all these toys that she's not even going to play with. Yep. Like I'm just, I'm like, if you ask me what to get her, I'll tell you what to get her. Yes. And then we'll like move on and, and she go. can open like five presents and we'll call it a day. Yep. You know? Yep. So. I like that close friends because yes. I feel like it's not like talked about of like the unrealistic expectations of throwing your kids birthday parties completely. And it's like, I feel like it's fun to celebrate them. And I, I like love big parties. Like I, yeah. I love them and I'll do them. And I think that they're so fun, but if you don't do them, just know, make it about your kid and they're going to remember it yes. and they're going to love it. And just having them be celebrated is what actually matters at the totally. end of the day. Yep. No matter what the party looks like, no matter and her, fa- her who family comes. is literally her favorite people. Exactly. And they're going to spoil the crap out of her completely. Like it's going to be so fun. So she's have the cutest outfit ever. So, so we're done. That's have it. you gotten her outfit yet? Um, yeah, I have. Is it cute? It's really cute. Is it? It's a tutu dress. Cute. Yeah. What color did you do? White. Cute. Yeah. I guess this episode's going to come out after. So yeah. And then her pink boots and her pink cowboy boots. Do you have, bo- do you have bows? No, I don't have bows yet. Well, I kind of have bows. I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. It'll be a game time decision. <laughs> it will be. I hope those jackets get here in time. I do too. Because She's, I wanted Navy and Payson to wear I think those. she sent me tracking. Oh, she did. So oh, then they'll totally be I here. I think they'll get here. Awesome. Okay, my close friends. Yes, close friends. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it because of my close friends. you need to. And I'm not going to talk about it on Instagram. So you guys know that DJ has been living up in Prescott and he's been there for like his 10 weeks. He's home now. Well, he'll be home when this episode comes out and I'm so excited, but 
the house that we were renting, it's like a five bedroom house in Prescott. We've had like, it's been the biggest blessing ever that they let us rent their house. Um, like most amazing human beings ever. Like I'm so beyond grateful for them for letting us stay there because they did it for so cheap. They let us just pay all of it up front, like no deposit, no nothing. They've been so awesome to us, but they have Can-Ams. If you don't know what a Can-Am is, it's kind of like a razor, like a, like a quad razor. Like Mm -hmm. you sit inside of it, it has like the roll cage, whatever. So they were like, you guys can ride them, like no problem, just like be safe, whatever. And so we've taken them out a couple times, like with the kids, like really slowly in car seats, like the whole thing. DJ went out a couple weeks ago when his friend was in town and I stayed back at the house to like put the kids down and I was cleaning up. I had some work stuff I had to do Um, and they were out and then DJ like walks in and was like super dirty and I was like, what like are you okay what are you doing and he like walked straight into the bathroom and his friend was in the living room like dying laughing and I'm like what is going on he's like yeah he tipped over the can-am and they're not our can-ams and so I'm like so stressed out I like go into the bathroom I'm like talking to Deej he's totally fine like he's not injured like, yes he's yes. like a little shaken up but like he said it was like a slow motion like yes tilt over like he didn't yep. roll it it was just a a tilt over, but he said the windshield came off. Yep. They're like the plastic windshield. Yeah. And so obviously we're like, we have to pay to fix it. Like, like no problem. Like obviously that's our fault. And so little old us thinking it'll be a couple hundred bucks, be a thousand dollars max. Like, okay. Yeah. Obviously that sucks. It sucks because we already had to pay to live here. Like we're one in family. DJ's not working yet. Like, but it is what it is. We'll get, it's not a big deal. We got, (laughs) We got the invoice yesterday to fix this Can-Am. And you guys, it was more than us renting the house for 10 weeks. So I called Jamie bawling my eyes out because I'm pissed at DJ. You're like, like, what? what it's is, not his fault. It's not his fault, but it is his but fault. It's his, it like is. You, were, you have to be going pretty crazy to tip those. I, I think that's what I I'm said. not a Can-Am expert. I, that's but. what I said, but both him and his friend said he was going slow and he did a turn and it tilted onto its side. Like an like an uphill turn? Like no, no, like I'm pretty sure they were on a flat surface, Jamie. There's literally no there's way. There's no way. So there's someone l- someone's lying there's to me. There's literally no way. But yeah, we got this giant bill <laughs> for the Can-Am. We could like buy our own Can-Am with this. You could buy yeah, you could buy you could buy half a Can-Am. Yeah. I think they're expensive. They're, they're like 20 no, they're, grand. No, Jamie. I looked yesterday. They're thirty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, they're freaking. Ex- that's like more than like a ni- a nice car. My car was thirteen thousand dollars, Jamie. Like legitimately. So we're paying basically to fix their Can-Am. How much my car costs? Perfect. So, so that's Kenzie's not not super exciting close friend story. But I won't post it on my close friend story because I a am like a little bit embarrassed and b because I'm pissed. Yes, but you know what? Accidents happen. DJ's never gonna. He's and the family's been so oh completely nice about it. Would it would be worse if they were like, "This is bullcrap." Like, why were you doing this? Exactly. They're like, "I'm Plus so you. glad nobody's hurt." Completely. I'm so like, we're so grateful no one got hurt on those. Like, you guys can pay us over the course of like six months if you need to. Like, like they've that's been so nice. They've been beyond yes. nice. Like, it's totally not on them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So not super happy not happy not super happy not close happy. friends news but um but you're in a better state of mind today i am dj called me last night i was like i hung up on him I you're was like so, i can't even talk to i you. can't even talk to him. i hung up on him i texted jamie immediately and said need to vent asap you call me back right away <laughs> i was like i'm calling you yeah so dj's gonna start working <laughs> <laughs> so dj's gonna be paying this off slowly but surely he literally was like you can sell all my clothes you can sell my swimsuits we don't have to go on the trip and i'm like you're not taking that away from me the trip costs less than the can-am like you're like and that's like for you that's for me you can stay home with the kids that's <laughs> like fine you want to do something i'll go to puerto rico alone yeah, that sounds great i could like read my kindle on the beach like, sure but yeah so he <laughs> wasn't gonna work he was gonna start working after he passed boards um, because he'd have to like work as a tech until he gets his license. But yep. now we're just going to have him start working right away because we have to pay off the can-am. So, so DJ looking for a job. He's out there. He's, he's grinding. Luckily he has like five job offers. And so like he texted somebody, he texted a, a clinic yesterday at like 10 PM and was like, Hey, do you guys need a tech? Like I'm, I'll start next week. And they're like, yes, please. Absolutely. Sounds great. Like they were so, so like, like, okay, I got it, a job. Yeah. But that has been <laughs> a nightmare. So that's my close friends. Welcome to my close friends where I'm just venting about stupid stuff. Hey, that's okay. We both, we both have kind of sad, close friends stories, but yeah, what that's exciting. They're ending in, um, positivity. Yeah. 
<laughs> are they? <laughs> are they actually? Fine. Well, Rossi's party hopefully will be. Yeah, hopefully DJ can start working and yes. contribute to this family in some way, shape, or form. Let's get it going. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, he's the worst. But yeah, those are our close friends today. Yeah. Should we jump into girly gossip or should we do our... No, girly gossip is last. Oh, it's last. Okay. Yes. So then should we talk about our topic today? And I know people are really excited about this. Yes, people are really excited. But before that, before we jump into this topic, we are going to do a quick ad break. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I talked about this already, but Payson was really, really sick. We got new health insurance and at midnight, I called our normal pediatrician and they told us that they couldn't get her in obviously because it was midnight and that I might have to take her to the ER. Jamie, I literally didn't know if our new insurance was covered by the emergency room. Like what hospital? I didn't know that like not all hospitals take all insurance. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like mom came over and she was literally helping me try to figure out which hospital I could take her to that was under our insurance plan. Oh my gosh. And then what was wrong with her? It was when she was had the 105 fever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so, super scared. I was so scared. And so I was like, I don't want to take her to the ER. So then I was looking up urgent cares near me. I was trying to look up doctors near me. And it literally was just a nightmare. Honestly, that is like one of the hardest things. And finding a doctor is so hard. Plus, in and of itself. In and of itself. Plus finding a good doctor um, that takes your insurance. But the good thing is we do have a way to fix that. You guys know we love ZocDoc. And we've talked about ZocDoc a bunch before, but we're just going to try to drill it into your heads a little bit more. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you f- find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for the reviews and wondering if they were paid to even write those reviews. So with ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't even met yet. Millions of people are using ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in your neighborhood who is also patient reviewed and fits your needs and schedule just right. That's something I really love about ZocDoc is not only do they have their reviews on there, but you can schedule your visit from their page. It's seriously, that's literally how I found my dermatologist and I love it. Like, I feel like that's really hard to find. Like I can look up reviews and find reviews, but can I schedule it from that place? No, but ZocDoc, you can. Yep. Go to ZocDoc.com slash codependent and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash codependent. ZocDoc.com slash codependent. Jumping right back into it. We are talking about this book that I've been reading and I did not do all my homework. What's the name of the book? To Raise a Boy. To Raise a Boy. It's by Emma Brown. Emma Um, Brown. I'll kind of go into like why she wrote it, like the reason she wrote this book. But I've seen a couple people talk about this book. Number one was Amber Fillerup. And I really like a lot of Amber's parenting. I like a lot of what she does for her kids. And so I kind of trust her in that route. And like, honestly having a boy is scary for me because I have three sisters. Like I have, have no boys in the family, four nieces. Like I don't really know what I'm doing. And like, I don't want to screw him up. Like I don't want to make a mistake as a mom. Like completely. You don't. Like, and I feel like there's already so much pressure as a mom to like be perfect and to just like, I don't know, we're trying to fit all these expectations. And like when we look back on our childhoods, whether good or bad, there's stuff that we're like, Oh, that was bad. Like yeah. why did my parents do that? Totally. And I think that, as a mom that like scares me because I don't want my kids to look back and do that. But I know that that's just like inevitable. And I also think it's hard as like a feminist woman. Like I feel like I'm, I'm definitely more on the side of feminist. Totally. And so thinking about raising a boy is kind of scary because I feel like a lot of feminists see boys as like the enemy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and you're like, I don't want my son to be an enemy. No. And you obviously feel like, not feel that men are enemies in a way, but you feel like you have a daughter too and you like want her to be empowered and you want her to like never to never like back down to a man. And like if she wants the CEO position, like she can fight a man for it. Like that type of thing. But at the same time, that can also be like super toxic. Completely. And like society and your upbringing are what makes you who you are. And it boys like are so like, you can change a boy so quickly. Um, so, okay, I'll go into the book. I'll talk about Emma Brown for a minute. So she started writing this book. She had a, a daughter. It's actually really cool because her daughter and her son are three years apart, which Payson and Pierce are two years apart, but yep. she like considers herself a feminist. She's a reporter. She's a writer. Um, and 
around the time that she had her son was the same time as the Me Too movement. And so she would be sitting late nights nursing him and be reading on her phone about like, Harvey Weinstein, Me Too, like all the sexual abuse. Okay, wait, hold on. Trigger warning. We're talking about sexual abuse, hazing, assault, those kind of things. Pornography. Pornography. So trigger warning. Trigger warning. We're talking about all of that. So don't listen with your kids. And if that triggers you. Don't listen. Yeah. So go ahead and turn it off. Yes. And okay, I will also say I was really triggered when I started the book. Yep. It's it's a hard hard book to read. And I think it's even harder when you have had like trauma in your life from men yes and like in my head I'm like I want to protect my daughter at all costs but on the other side of that I can look deeper and be like what happened in his life that led him to make these decisions and as a mom I have to know those things and you also like yeah you have a boy and so we also can't forget like sexual abuse happens to a lot of boys too and we don't talk about it and we don't talk talk about what leads boys to committing these violent things yes. towards women. Yep. And so Emma wrote this book basically just because she wanted to get to the bottom of how she can raise her son to not be basically that guy. So she went back to work after like six to eight weeks of having her son. And the very first story on her desk was a sexual assault um, by a Supreme Court nominee. And it was a woman that came in and like said she had been sexually assaulted by this guy. And so she was supposed to write a report on it and find other victims and kind of like tell this story. And so she just couldn't stop thinking about how, how do I not allow this to happen to my son? How do I not let him grow up to be these guys? Like what these guys were infants at some point, like they were babies. Like how did they get from a to B like where, 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 where's go, what's going wrong here? Why? Yes. Why is this happening? And so one of her first points was how much has changed for women. And she considers herself a feminist too, which is why I love her. But she was saying like, think about women. Okay. Think about if Navy was like, mom, I want to play football. I'd be like, hell yeah. You want to play football? Yep. Like you do you. Like we say, we want women in these CEO positions. We want all of these things for women. So much has changed for women. Completely. Especially since the Me Too movement. Like obviously women should be making the dollar that a man is making, but it has improved like 40 cents in the last like couple years. Like, yes. so we're up to like, I think we're up to like 80 cents per dollar for the, like for what a woman. Still bull crap, but. Still bullshit. Yeah. But things are getting changing. There. Yes. Things yes. are moving. Things are happening for women, which yes. is really good. Yeah. You, we see it all the time in the news. Like women, women are taking over. But if you flip that, to like the man's perspective, yeah. they they aren't able to do that. Like if you see a man with his nails painted, like that's girly and that's gay. But if you saw a girl playing football, that's empowering and that's like feminist. It's that's like the craziest concept, I think, because it's so true. It's like, oh, that's weird. Like why I, even like like little things like, oh, what if Pierce came to you and said, Mom, I want to be a ballerina? Like are you sure? Are you sure? Like, do you want to try basketball, maybe football, maybe <laughs> baseball, maybe even like tennis? Like, we can get you in some golf. We can get you in, like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Even though if Payson came to you and was like, Mom, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be a football player, you'd be like, Yeah, let's get you signed up. Let's no, go. Exactly. And it's, it's like that mindset though. Like, like it feels weird even it does. still sitting here talking about it. And when she would say things in her book, she would like say them, but then she would like, give the alternative of like how we should think about it. And in my head, I'm like, I 100% was thinking about that the way that you said it. Yeah. And I need to switch my mindset because I do have a boy. You do I have to think about these things so early on. And like she was telling, she was talking about how when her son was like one, when her daughter was one and her son was one, she gave her son a baby doll because that's what she enjoyed when she was one. And so, and she's like, he still hasn't touched the baby doll. He wants tractors. He wants trucks he wants balls like he doesn't want the baby doll and that's that's innate that's not something that's groomed into him no because she she offered she offered I mean look at Pierce he's around all girls all all the the time time. his sister has a whole room of princess toys and dresses and girly stuff and like all his cousins are pretty much girls on on our side at least um and so even Pierce, like he doesn't care about that stuff though. He wants the ball. Yes. He wants to play he with wants cars. He wants cars. He wants yep. to be in the dirt. He wants like, to be loud. Those are things that like Navy and Payson and even Rossi, who's crazy. Like they, they don't want that. Exactly. They want the girly toys. So there are things that are like just innate in children. Yeah. And 
and it could be not that because some boys do care about playing with baby dolls. Oh, completely. But I remember somebody asking me on my Instagram one time, like, what would you get a girl for her first birthday? And what would you get your boy for his first birthday? And I like listed some things that like Payson loved when she was one. And I listed some things Pierce loved when he was one. And I got so many messages that were like, this is so sexist. Like, why would you say this? Like boys can play with baby dolls too. And I'm like, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying what my kids have enjoyed. Like, I'm not trying to raise my boy to not care about babies. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Like, yep. I would give him baby dolls if he wants baby dolls. But these are just what my kids personally enjoy. So she talks about that for a little bit. Um, one study that she talked a lot about, and this was towards, like, the boys will be boys saying, yes. which this is what got us into this topic into this because I said place. boys will be boys, and I literally hated myself for it. Saying boys will be boys, like, basically says that they – they're tough, they're strong, they're masculine, that they shouldn't have like empathy and love and nurturing qualities that girls have. And so she talks about this like a lot in her book about how we can make them like have the empathy and emotion that girls have. Um, one of the studies that they, I've, I've seen the study a lot because I'm a psych major, but basically they put these babies into a room with their moms, boys and girls. And they have the moms like laughing and playing and, you know, joking around with the babies and all the babies are giggling and laughing and so happy. And then the mom's like expression goes blank and they try to see what the babies do. And obviously the babies get upset and they're trying to make their mom smile and they're trying to make their mom laugh. And they said, boys are more distraught than the girls were. The boys got more emotionally sad when their mom stopped giving them love and attention. But That's so crazy. They are like needing. They're like needing, needing affection. They're needing love. And a lot of the times we like, don't cry. You're a boy. Boys don't cry. Like get over it. Get Move over on. it. And I've even noticed that with Pierce, like he is much more attached than Payson was. And he, even like, even little things with Pierce, I'll notice like he gets, he gets sad and upset over smaller things. Yes. And it's, it's just interesting to see it. Yeah. Like, because and not that he's head. sitting there crying all the time. I'm just saying like, I'll notice like, like he's like, he wants the like instant gratification and he wants like, he yeah. wants like the attention he, of he it. he has emotion. Completely. And I never want to tell him like, don't have emotion because as they grow up, like in this study, it's shown boys do need more love and attention than girls do. Like it just is what it is. Like I never one time thought twice about leaving Payson somewhere because she was fine. Yeah. Anytime I leave Pierce, immediately tears, yep. immediately cries. And like, I've done nothing different with my kids, no. but he's just more emotional. And, but as he grows up, it's society, society is saying, telling him, be a no, man. you're not stop showing emotion. Yes. And it's crazy because you think about all these things that are happening in the world and like school shootings and mass murders and serial killers and like all of these things. And I mean, 90% of the time they're men, 99% of the time they're men. Yeah. And you wonder like, obviously there's a disconnect somewhere that they, sh that they have like bottled in and not shown all of these. This is my theory on it is that yeah. they have so many emotions and feelings and obviously trauma um, and like something wrong with them completely. Yes. And, where like where's the disconnect where did we start telling them like boys will be boys boys will be boys don't don't be, cry be strong yeah don't have emotion yes. No, it's and like these are the things you need to like and these are the things you don't like you're not you're not gay like all of these things yes because be, obviously also being gay like back then was also like way yes. way worse and like uh, parents didn't want their kids to be gay that was like the worst especially thing like their boys exactly yeah i think i think a lot of it stems from like your dad. Like, I think that moms can do so much. We can show as much love as em and empathy as we want towards our kids. But like having a dad that is okay if they want to do ballet is okay if they want to play with babies. And I think that as moms, it's our job to make sure that the dad is also doing the things that he needs to and do. That, and that he understands like all of these points you're talking about, like I'm sure that you're talking about or going to talk about with DJ and that they understand how society and how like parental knowledge is like pushed onto their kids. Yes. I know. I've talked to DJ about this book so many times because I'm like, I don't want to do this wrong. And yes. I don't want. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And there's a lot in this book that like she gives like good examples of like what you should do. So one of the big ones is pornography. Yep. Um, and I actually loved her take on pornography because she was saying that like, as young as like eight year olds can go see pornography, like at their friends' houses. Oh yeah. That's, I, I think that's the average age nowadays is they're exposed to it at eight. 
And so what she talks about, which I, I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to go about this, but totally. like, she talks about talking with your kids about pornography as early as you possibly can tell them the things that they're going to see, talk to them about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate because if they look at porn for the first time and, and all they're seeing is like a man choking a woman, then they're going to think that's normal. Yeah. That's normal behavior. And instead of watching, asking your kids, do you watch porn or do you not watch porn? Ask them what kind of porn they're watching. Well, tell them about I think that I really think that that's a powerful thing. And I think that that plays a lot into also like, I mean, sexual abuse and how men are treating women and, and yeah. what they're seeing like on these, on these websites, because it's not a matter of if, if you don't think your kid's ever going to see porn, you're wrong. It's a matter of when. Yep. And like you said, what, what are they watching and like how, and where are their expectations for when they actually have sex? Yeah. And, and when virginity? they, exactly. And when they like finally do, and if that's what they're watching, this like really scary, misogynistic, hurtful yes. acts, that's what is going to be in their head. And that's also what like, gets them going well, like that's what they're going to need when exactly. they actually are having exact sex like yes. yeah um i'm just going to read this little like thing as i she this is what she says boys are now primarily educating themselves about sex through online porn not their father's porn that is to say filtered dog-eared copies of playboy or penthouse but incredibly graphic often violent hardcore online videos that teach nothing about real intimacy or mutuality those kids kind of lessons says it's not much of of a leap from sexual ignorance to assault it is hard maybe impossible to divorce divorce the effects of pornography from our failure to teach boys some basic lessons about respects she says sex is something you do with and not to another person one thing she talks about is porn literacy and that so they will understand what they see on the screen is unrealistic dangerous or even illegal so like we have to educate our kids on pornography like you said they're gonna watch it like they're i'm gonna, sorry they're going to but they're gonna watch it and if you aren't the one to talk to your kids about what is appropriate and what is abuse like there is a fine line of that like, there is and also consent like obviously that gets into a whole other thing and i know there's like so many avenues that you can take and i think that that was my next like paragraph that oh, i was going to talk about so I, this is great i just i also think that parental but also religion takes a huge yeah. huge part of like no, into I, this yeah. and i i think that obviously most religions will teach the negative effects of pornography and i'm not saying there isn't any like i totally yes i totally think there is um but instead of educating what pornography is what what's good what's bad it's just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't well, ever look I mean, at it. It's just like abstinence. It's like we can teach abstinence in schools and that's great. But like at the end of the day, we need to what is more beneficial to safe these sex or abstinence? I think safe sex. Yeah, completely. No one talked to me about safe sex. No. Like that's something I wish I would have known more about. Completely. I had no idea. Yeah. Going off of that. And maybe hearing the side of safe sex, it could have changed like, oh, actually, I don't even want to have sex. Instead, it was like, don't have sex. You will get pregnant. You will get an STD. And you will die. And you will die. <laughs> <laughs> mean girls. Mean girls. No, no. I, I, I agree. And the religion thing, um, this is actually really interesting because they she did a study on these boys and to see if they were thinking about like sexually, not, she said not violent, but like more aggressive sexually. Completely. Like she had them take this survey and she said, one, it was lower when like the, the percentage was lower of people who thought about sexual violence or sexual acts or um, those kind of things, yep. that it was lower when A, they um, had good friends. They had a group of friends. I totally 100% think that your friends D have the biggest impact. And B, religion. If you yeah. were religious and you attended church at least three Sundays a month, you were like significantly less likely to watch and perform sexual acts on women like religion plays a whole role and she doesn't know why you can't have like a cause and effect because no, you don't know you what don't know everyone's religion's different but yep. she says like it can be the community aspect of it it can be the fact that they talk about not watching porn and they talk about abstinence and they talk about waiting for marriage like all these different things but it is really good to know that like being religious and like going to church and like th that's what you do for your kids like I I find a lot of the time that like church isn't for me no because like Completely. I'm not really focused because I'm bringing my kids and it's hard to focus. But and it's like you have one hour, they're sitting on a bench and you're just like trying to keep them happy. And at the end, you're like, 
Well, that was an hour that I truly got nothing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, your kids are learning Whether so you much know more it than or you not. Think. So much more. Than so much more. And like you said, who knows what it is? It might not be the fact that it's God, but it might be the fact that they have a community and they have people that are checking in on them every week yeah. and they have leaders who like, who love them and who are going to play a vital role in their life. Yep. And so I think there's so many reasons. Totally. So I'm going to go back to consent because I actually thought this was really interesting and I want to get your thoughts yeah, because I'm, you're a girl mom. So I feel like yep. it's going to be a little different, but she was telling this story about consent and how like, yes means yes. No means no. Like, yes. You know, and yes. then she goes into alcohol and how like that really plays an effect, especially in college. Um, basically like right now there's like a kind of a petition in colleges to say like, don't have sex if you're drinking, like just don't do it because boys could easily get accused and, and girls could easily get raped completely. So yeah. So anyway, so then she goes into consent and she said, one such mother informed her that she advised her son that if he wants to have sex with a girl, he needs to first get the consent in writing. There are apps for that. Imagine you like getting ready to like do it with a guy and he's like, well, I need you to sign this form really quick. <laughs> like, but I get it as a boy. Mom, no, I, I get it. I get it. I like a hundred percent that like, like changes the mood, but also like, I a hundred percent understand. Justin would be like, yeah, <laughs> Justin, I'm, I'm Justin would have a document. Ready I'll to write go. this contract. We're ready to go. But like, it gives you an extra second to think about what you're doing too. No, it does. Like, wait, do I, do, do I, I really want to do this? Like, do I, do I want to do this? And if you don't sign it, then we're not doing it. Exactly. So I don't hate the idea. I don't hate the idea. There's I think an it's, app. it's very extreme. My only thought is, which obviously there's probably so many things in this. Like what if a girl's drunk and you just take her finger and you make a fake signature? So true. I mean, well, you signed it, but like she could always claim I was under the influence. I was, I wasn't in my right state of mind to sign it. There's always the what there's if. There's always the what ifs. And so I think that obviously that's not a perfect answer, but I do think that it could, like there's been, there's been a lot of stories I've heard and um, Justin worked in like the sex crimes division yes. in Phoenix. And so he saw a lot of really scary, really sad um, sexual abuse and assault events that have happened and there has been stories that like a guy literally got consent and he had like a full ride scholarship to college for football everything was stripped like his life was ruined because of a night they were both drunk and even though they both consented I mean obviously this is this is hearing both sides from the jury and all of this stuff but she admitted she consented but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because she was under the influence. So is your consent viable at that point? I don't really know. But is his either. But is his either. And so, I mean, it's so quickly in a teenager's life that everything could be ruined. Yep. Like their whole life could be ruined in an and instant. One thing that she talked a lot about, which I really liked, was like being scared to be a boy. Like, oh, I, I'm, I don't, I'm terrified a lot of, <laughs> to have a boy. No, literally. And a lot of like boys that she interviewed, she interviewed thousand guys read this book she interviewed thousands of people she went to like 10 different states to interview like she's done her research and she's talked to every race every demographic every type of person she was in like the wealthiest school district in new york city and then she was also like in the bronx with like yeah other people that like didn't have everything that the wealthy people had and like the boys were the same it doesn't matter where you're from. The boys are the same. And that's insane. I know. So like everyone's experiencing the exact same thing. It just, and like boys have said, like, I'm scared to be a boy because of like, you know, like things like this. Like it, it is scary. And like, I'm a feminist and I like am with her and I believe in women and like being somebody that has been sexually assaulted. If somebody had told me like, no, you didn't. And like made me go to trial when I knew that I had been like, it's so scary. But then having a son, you also think like, what if, like, what, like, what if, like, how do I allow my son to never be put in that situation where his life could be ruined because they both consented when they were drunk? Yeah. Like, no, I think that there's so much power in this book. One of the things it might be on your list is the hazing thing. That was was like shocking to me. Yeah. So they were talking about hazing and I don't think hazing is as big right now as it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. I think because colleges have honed in because it, it's like killed people. Well, 
uh, yeah, literally like it's, it's been, been scary, dangerous, very scary, yeah. but boys were being really badly hazed, um, especially at like boys, private schools, especially like at summer camps, things like that. And she like did this study where these boys, so like when I say hazing, I mean like broomstick up the bum and pool sticks and penetration. Like like, like things that are next level hazing. Like not like cracking an egg on your head. Yeah. Like way worse than (laughs) that. Yes. Yes. And she did this study on boys that had been hazed and she asked them like, what do you think happened to you? And he literally, like literally like 90% of them said, I'd been hazed. And she's like, do you believe you were sexually assaulted? And a lot of them say no, because they're like, boys will be boys. It's just hazing. When in reality, if that happened to a girl where they're penetrated without consent, that would be abuse. That would be rape. That would be like, yeah, sexual assault. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. these boys just play it off as hazing, even though it's not hazing, that is sexually assaulting them. And it's scary that we say hazing when it's sexual assault. And then that tells the boys Oh, oh, it's, it, it's not it's that. Not, if I felt weird about it, it's just hazing. It's, it's just fine. hazing. We all get hazed. It's all fine. It's it's fine. But. And that was like one of the hardest parts of the book because she does pretty go pretty graphic into it. Like it's, that's a hard part to read, but it also is important for our kids to know. And that's why it's important to talk to our kids about their private parts and what they should do and shouldn't do and who can do what and where and when. And it's, it's important. It's, it's hard to, I mean, I'm only, I read books in a day. Like I read books so fast. Completely. I have been reading this book since Valentine's day because it's, it's a hard read, it's but it's a hard, and there's a lot of information that you have to like pay attention you, to. You're like thinking about, it's like not it's, like it's, an it's enjoyable. A, read. It's a thought provoking book. Yeah. But it's, it's enjoyable only in the fact that you're learning a lot. I feel like. Yes, exactly. But it is also scary statistically on these things that are happening. And I think that it's so hard as a parent because even like even raising girls and like like with Navy I'll be like like I don't want her to think that private parts are bad because I think that that's something that we're kind of pushed in society totally and in religion like like don't touch yourself don't like ever even think about it push any sexual desire away But I think that that actually plays a really huge negative effect into their adulthood and in their marriage and in yeah. their sexual experiences in life. I fully agree. Because they're always being told like, don't touch, don't look, don't don't even like act like you have them. Just like ignore it until yep. you're married. Yeah. And I think that that's like so wrong. This is, this is totally my opinion. I just think that's so wrong because I do think that, and I've literally seen and heard from our sister who has these yeah. patients that come well, in. Well, on and, a very small scale of that, I feel I feel that. Like, yeah, just not like with private parts, but like with my body, yep. like cover up, don't show your body, don't show your stomach, don't show your shoulders, don't show any part of your body. And I, I like, it's taken me until I'm 26 years old to be able to like embrace my body and for even what it still, is. you're like still trying to like through it. break through it. And I never want my daughter to be like, I can't show my belly. And like, it's like, no, embrace it. Embrace who you are. Like, you know, I, and it doesn't mean you have to go out and flaunt it and like, try and be sexual, but also be confident. Be confident. And yeah. if you have sexual desires and feelings, like as a parent, I, I it's just, it's a, such a fine line. To I'd rather walk you between. explore yourself than somebody else explore you. A hundred percent. That is exactly say, what I was going to say. But you didn't want to say it. No, I just, I was trying to find the best oh, okay, way to say it. And you said it best. I mean, like, personally. No, a hundred percent. And I just, I know that people will disagree with that and that's totally okay. And as a parent, you have you have the right to make decisions for your children, but I do always think about the consequences of the decisions I'm making for my children. Uh, absolutely. And I, I I wish looking back I could I could do that because I like you're curious as a teenager. You want completely you want to see what's going on. But yeah. like the But then you're like ashamed because you're taught like don't don't do it. Like that's disgusting. Exactly. And like that's a huge issue in boys. And so yes. I think there's like a route that you have to take with that obviously and talk about when you get there and know your know your kids like you're gonna have to know your son and be looking for cues of him like yeah having sexual thoughts and feelings and you're gonna see him have interest in girls or boys or whatever like yeah whatever it is you're gonna you have to be super ultra aware of him and his emotions and thoughts on those things I'm gonna say this part just we can end with this part because I I I talked to you about this part and you like, it blew your mind. So I'm going to say it. Okay. It was this boy, he was talking to Emma, the author of the book. And he said, when I was 16, I lost my virginity to my dad's friend and she was 22. 
And like, so she like wrote that, like she like wrote that down and I like read that. And I, in my head, I'm like, like, this sounds so bad, but like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, good job. Like cool. you hooked up with an older lady, like good job. Good for you. And then the author was like, now think about if the roles were reversed. Think if it was a 16 year old girl that was hooking up with her dad's 22 year old friend. That's rape. That's abuse. Like that's disgusting. But we don't have the same expectations for our boys. Completely. Why do we applaud that behavior for a boy at 16, but a girl at 16, we would have, we would be in court hoping that guy is a sex predator for his entire life. And like spends the rest of his life in prison. Like that's the difference right there. That is, that just is so crazy to me because it's so true. And I think we just forget because boys will be boys. and, yep. and they probably wanted that. They probably like, wanted that. And he, that's he what said, society is telling us, telling us and telling them all the time. That's cool. That's cool that you get to hook up with yeah. an older lady. And like, that was my initial thought. Like he probably had nothing wrong with that. But yep. then he was like, it traumatized me. That was my first sexual experience. And it was somebody that was like almost 10 years older than me. And like, oh, it was over ten, like 10 and, years. And that's like literally disgusting. Disgusting. Like disgusting. But when you first think about it, you're not disgusted until you put it in the terms of the girl. Yeah. And then you're disgusted. And, and it, it just, it changes your whole way of thinking. And I think that that is the whole point of the book is to change yes, absolutely. your way of thinking and change the way that we view and treat men and boys and young baby boys. Well, and that's like, I was reading, like just in preparation for this episode, I was reading like reviews on the book to see what other people had to say. And a lot of people were like, I wish that she would have given more like concrete ways that we can change. I wish there would have been ways that like we're like standing up and doing this and that and petitioning and doing the, all these things. But then one other person wrote back to that person that said that and they were like, she does, but it starts at home. It starts at home yep. and that's all we can do. Yep. We can't have these huge marches and petitions because that's not going to change it. What's going to change it is being a mother and reading books like this that change your perspective on things that alter the way that you personally raise your boy. And if we can get more people to look at it in the way that the author is looking at boyhood in this book, that's where it's going to start. And that's where things are going to be changed and how things are going to fix. It doesn't have to be this giant class and this giant thing and all these like people coming together. It can just be reading this book and changing what you do personally at home in your life. Yep. So no, I, that's it. I love that. I feel like I love that book. So I feel like that. Yeah. And there's so much more, like you said, that you haven't even read yet. I'm, I'm so 150 gonna, pages through 305 pages. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to do like an updated. Yes. Yeah. I did like spark note to see if I missed anything. It didn't seem like yes. I really did, Okay, but I'm going to read it on my trip on like Good. an airplane okay. on the beach and stuff. So I should be able to finish it. But it is a hard read. But if you have a boy, it's it's a good read. It yeah. really is. I I started with the audiobook and it was just too graphic. You I could, couldn't you needed couldn't, to like read it, not hear it. I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Hearing it was like Ooh, that's a and lot. And it was very like emotionless because it's just like a narrator. And yeah. like I it's like a very emotional book. So like, you're like, I can't do this. She's like talking about like very graphic things like this. She's talking about graphic things. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. I need, need, I need a little humanity in this book. So I, I really truly recommend it. It is a hard read. It's very triggering. There's a lot in it. There's been a lot of parts that I've like had to stop and like take a breath and like get on TikTok and scroll funny videos. But, and and just, yeah, but that's where change starts. It is. It's so true. I, I love that. And I'm glad that it's being talked about. Me too. And we're talking about it. it provokes a lot of thoughts yeah it's good also I feel like even in a girl mom of how how I teach my daughters to treat men yeah like I really sure. I really do feel like no that. it's super important so no I love that I'm glad we talked about that book me too hopefully you guys uh liked that yeah let's go into girly gossip let's have like a little bit of um a little light, down uh, yeah, off of our light in the mood. topic oh uh, wait do you want to do hot takes or girly gossip oh let's do our girly gossip I don't remember how we did it last time so I don't either so this is what we're going to do. Yeah, this is what we're going to so, do. So girly gossip. First of all, let's talk about Alex Earl. She's in the news a lot these days for allegedly maybe the no news outlets have said this. It's just on TikTok, <laughs> but maybe has been talking to Devin Booker. Yeah, we love. I love that for him. I don't hate it. I'm so happy about that. I'm not mad. I mean, she's like ultra hot. She was at the heat game when they were playing and they were in Miami together and also she was here for the Super Bowl and they were spotted together. So I'm not mad about that. Obviously nothing's like set in stone, but even if they're chit-chatting, like I'm okay with chit-chat. I'm okay. So that's big. And then what else is going on with Alex Earl? Alex Earl is just, 
I, I just I saw a news article about her the other day, and it was all about how she has sold out every product pretty much that she's ever promoted. I feel and just yeah. her influence on people is literally insane. No, it's pretty if crazy. you make a TikTok with the with talking about Alex Earl, it'll blow up. Like her name, her is name just, just makes people stop in their tracks completely. Like. Charlie D'Amelio obviously has more followers than she Alex She was Earl. like, she was it. When TikTok started, it was Charlie D'Amelio. But I don't think she pulled the influence that Alex Earl's pulling. She was an entertainer. Yes. There's a difference between entertainment and education. And like, yeah, of course, Charlie's life has changed. They have a TV show. They She's on Dancing with the Stars. Like, like she's fine. She's fine. She's chilling. She's fine. Like, she has had a lot of opportunities. But Alex Earl has almost, I think, personally, like, surpassed the opportunity wise and just the influence. Yeah. Like she literally has done a line with Forever 21 and Juicy Couture. She has like, like I said, sold out every single product she's ever talked about. It's just, it's wild. It is wild. I wonder. It's wild to see the influence of one person who started just doing get ready with me videos. Like, I wonder how long it's going to last. Me too. Me I'm too. I'm curious. I'm curious. Everything is so fleeting. And I, I was listening, I was listening to the Weekly Trashes episode with Whitney Lovett. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know the Weekly Trash, that's the podcast we were on and she has influencers on and she had Whitney Lovett, who's a TikTok girl. She has just hit 2 million followers. Um, and it was kind of crazy because she was just talking about like Whitney has gotten a lot of hate because she posted a video dancing in the hospital with her son Who's while RSV? he had RSV. And so she's like received a lot of hate on that video and she's like, the thing is, I just have to not, she's like, I committed to myself to never read hate videos. She's like, or hate comments or like Reddit or anything like that, because she's like, it's fleeting. Everything is fleeting. Like people are going to stop caring about it. And the next thing's going to come out and it's going to be over. And she's like, I mean, I can say it, mine's not over yet. Like I'm still getting brought, it's still getting brought up. But I wonder that with like these huge people that are just like blow up. I wonder like how long are people going to be like, oh, Alex Earl's cool. Even like Emily Kaiser, like how long are they going to be like the, the TikTokers? Yeah. And, and how, how much effect is that going to play into their life? Like look at Alex. Totally. She's just like this random girl in college. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's ultra famous. She's in Dubai. She's in New York. She's has these lines with Juicy Couture. Like she, she's dating Devin Booker. She's hopefully dating Devin Booker. Like she is everything. Yeah. But and how, for how long? But for how long? And, and how long can that fame like take you. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I don't know. It's I think wild. especially right now in like our society, like things just change so quickly. Yes. Like the next it's, big thing is always there. It's just always fleeting. I think she'll probably be fine. I think she'll be fine. I I'm think, not, I'm not worried about her at all. Like I think she'll be fine. I just, it is like fun to wonder. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. TikTok's so that's kind of wild. TikTok is crazy. Our next girly gossip is a little bit of Hannah Montana news. <laughs> Hannah Montana, you know, we love a good we Hannah love. Montana. Miley Cyrus is doing her backyard sessions again. That's what she started doing when she was like right after Hannah Montana. But one thing I love about this is that she's singing the climb. And I love the climb. I just like... I just feel like these Disney stars like would never like go back and sing an old song. But like... I just love that about Miley. Like her I, roots, yes. who she is. I love that she's giving us these backyard sessions. I am 100% going to tune in. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I am so here for it. I love it so much. I I am so excited. I feel like Miley's like been out of the news for a long time. Like I don't know anything that's going on in her life. No, I mean she came out with flowers, which was like the yeah, big yeah, yeah, for sure. news because it was like in Liam's like where they got divorced and like. Yeah, there was like a lot of like little like. Easter eggs. Easter, that's what I was, if you want to call them that, little Easter eggs that she dropped in there. Um, but yeah, she hasn't done anything wild. But like, she's kind of just been like riding the wave of like. I love her. I, I truly love her. I have nothing bad to say about her. And so I don't know. It's it's crazy, but I'm. I'm excited. Excited about these backyard sessions. I, I think that that's going to be very good. excited about I'm it. definitely tuning into those. I'm for sure going to listen to I wish to I could be chilling with her. Also, me and Jamie are going to Taylor Swift on Friday. So that's really big news. So we're freaking excited. I am so, so Have you tried on your dress? Um, I have not. Probably should. I'll check back in on that. <laughs> See how you. I like. probably should have tried that on. <laughs> you should have tried it on. I'm gonna have no time if I need something else. You're gonna have to go to Target and press it. I'm just gonna go home and try it on after this. Okay, perfect. I, I love that too. idea. Cat called me. Do I need to wear a dress? I'm like, you don't have to wear a dress, but me and Jamie are wearing dresses. She's like, how froofy? I'm like, pretty, pretty froofy. froofy, like full froofy, actually. Yeah. I'm like taking this pretty seriously. I love it for you. To be honest, are like, you wearing white cowgirl boots? Maybe pink. Oh, cute. Love I haven't, it. haven't decided yet. I, I got to try pink. on my dress again, okay. but I haven't worn I, it. Jamie, 
I just props to you. I just want to say this because normally you would never like rewear a outfit. I know. And like, I just, I have trauma associated with that outfit because I was, I wore it when I hung out with people that I, I just had a bad night that night and I didn't love it. And so. Wait, that was a bad night? I, in my head, it was a bad night. It wasn't a bad night. It was a great night. Okay, I just have trauma associated with it for some reason. Well, I know exactly what night we're talking about, and I agree with you, but it was a good night. I gave you a golden goose that night. No, no, no. I didn't wear it that night. Oh, I thought you did. No. Oh. No. I wore an ugly dress that night. Oh. Yeah. When did you wear this dress? I, I don't remember. I wore it on like a girl's night out. And was it, it Greenhouse? No. 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 Okay. It, I, I don't remember the time I wore it. I just remember. Trauma. Trauma, and I also remember it being really uncomfortable. So I'm very nervous. It's the the most uncomfortable dress you're ever going to wear in your whole life. You might want to wear like tape somewhere on your shoulders. Yeah. It's like the under the boob. Yeah. Put some tape on. I I, might need to do something. You're going to have to do something. I can't wear that dress. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to try. I bought a new dress from Nordstrom. Jamie picked it out. It's freaking cute. Hopefully it's cute. We're going to be like similar vibes, which I love. I'm just a little nervous. It's not going to fit me. It's going to fit you. So that's the problem that I need to figure out. And I need to make sure my high boots look good with it. I also never even took a single photo in the dress I have. So I feel like I wore it, but I didn't like wear it to its potential. I know, but I'm really like... This is the potential that the dress needed. I agree with you. And I wore it... I'm just proud of you because you just didn't even like... You weren't even like, I need to go shopping. You're like, oh, I have a dress. I'm like, Jamie. Because I've been saving that dress for like a night. And And this is the night. I ended up just wearing it once and I regret it. Let's do our hot take. I regret it. So... Just, just wait for that, guys. It's going to be excited. good. It's, it's going to be good. Okay, our hot take, you guys. It's going to be a quick one. It's going to be a quick one. It's it's going to be a quick one. And the hot take is Nike Dunks or New Balances. New, New Balance dad shoes. Kenzie's verdict. She literally told me she would not hang out with me nor be my friend if I bought Nike Dunks. Okay, but then we Pinterested and I found a couple pairs that I would allow you to wear. I just think they're chunky. I think they're ugly. No offense if you wear them, but like it just reminds me of high school, like boys. I don't, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like Taylor Frankie Paul style. I'm sorry. Don't hate her as a person, but she wears Nike Dunks and I, that's all I think of. And every time she, she wears them like out to Ruth's Chris dinner, like no, with I, jeans, yeah, and skinny jeans. And I just, I can't. That, I, I get that. That image in my head, but I could see you wearing them and being cute. I could. I'm not fully against it. I just personally would. I think also there's some Nike Dunks that are low dunks. And okay. And those are also very cute. Okay. But New Balances are in. They're hip. They're chic. Let's not even just say my shoes because we're talking about all New Balances. So if you hate mine, that's fine. But some New Balances are better than mine. And they're like. I I do agree that they're in. I do. I get it. I personally hate the dad look. I think joggers with those, not it. Personally. I love that look. Personally, hate it. What about like a cuter New Balance? Like what about Navy's New Balances? Yeah, those are cute. Those are like those are toddler cute. They're like I, I just wear I them. feel like I could put a toddler in anything, and it could be cute. Yeah, like Crocs. I would never catch. Don't catch me dead in Crocs. But Mom but, has some really cute New Balances. Like I feel like there's some cute ones that you would wear. I agree. I agree with that. I don't know if I would ever wear a pair of Nike Dunks. Really? Yeah, I hate them that much. Wow. Well, find a pair. Send them my there's way. The hot take. Let me know. I will say I did pull my Instagram, and twenty percent of people said they would choose new balances and 80% said Nike dunks were better. I just need to see a couple cute outfits. I need to buy one and then wear them. And then you can be like, I hate you or I don't. Before you buy them, can you like Pinterest me some photos so I can like say that like you did not Pinterest me your shoes and DJ told you not to get them. I know, but I feel like they look really cute on me. (laughs) I'm dead. So you're holding a higher standard I, for me. But like, here's the thing. I am okay with the fact that you don't like my my New Balances. But to say New Balances as a general. No, I'm saying New Balance dad shoes. Okay. The ones you have. Like I, the, the style you have. Okay. Because there is like more of a like I could a casual. see people not liking those and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I just hate all Nike Dunks. Until you prove me wrong with like one Nike dunk. I will take a full accountability. I'm going to like go buy a pair and just post like I, a freaking sick A pick of I am okay with the fact that you don't like my Nike, my new balances. I am okay with it. People hate them. I know people hate them and I'm good with it. But there are new balances that people do like. Yeah. So I just need to find some but Nike that's like dunks saying, I do like. Yeah. 
So yeah. if I could find some I do like, I'm not fully But like you like it. Nikes. So like I like Nikes, but you're just, comparing the same thing. Like there is Nikes that you like. There is New Balances that I like. It's that specific shoe. Okay. Okay. That was so, a good that was a good comparison. But show me some. I'm gonna be wearing them. I'm gonna get them. Okay. And I'm gonna show you. Okay, I'm very I'm gonna show I'm you. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> I love it. We love the hot takes, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a poll next week to see what people think. <laughs> to see what and people maybe think. somebody will tag me in some good Nike dunks and I will agree with you. What I feel like we should take a photo. Okay. We should both wear our shoes that each other doesn't like. Okay, perfect. And that should be our new podcast. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. We should get a rack in the office and put all our we shoes on. We should just have one side all new balances and one no, side Nikes. I love it so much. <laughs> Let's do it. Join our Facebook group. Our Ruli line launches this week, which is going to be like two weeks from now, but I'm just going to say it anyway in case we have leftover dresses. Yeah. So excited so, about that. So excited. So, yeah. So, yeah, we love you guys we and love you. we love our codependent girlies. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.